Welcome to Awards Radar, the podcast, a weekly discussion of the awards races, Hollywood news, and the films you should have on your radar. Here's your host, Joey Magidson. Happy New Year. Oh, wait, we're, we're a little early, but this is the big, like, end of the year wrap-up for the Awards Radar podcast. We, we did it. We lived. Most of us didn't get COVID. Well, that's not true, but, like, you know, we're alive, so that's cool. Um, this is uh, episode 67, I believe, so that's cool. And uh, we're going to be talking about the end of the year awards, not the Oscars, but our personal ones. So, you know, the more important ones like the, the Joeys. So that's what's on the agenda today. And joining me for it, as always, is Miles. Hey, everybody. Saying hi from Flagstaff, Arizona, where there's actual snow. That's not a sign of impending doom at all. Not at all. Well, we're up in the mountains. There's usually snow around this time. Fair. Um, yeah, it's hailing where I am. I'm I'm in uh, Wurtsboro, New York, at my girlfriend's like house she just bought. So like, this is our belated Christmas, but it is weird to be in like not the city. So so be quiet for a change on my end. Uh, Ryan is here. Ryan is probably in the same place he always is. I'm just at home, and uh, that's okay because home is where the heart is, and uh, it's wonderful to be here. Excellent. And uh, Steve is sort of here. He's uh, He got boosted, so he's at even higher energy levels than usual. I am yeah. kind of here. He's not on his I usual cocaine bend. Yeah. You know. I know. That's we, tomorrow. They, they, are, they, urged him, <laughs> they urged him to do 48 hours without blow. Yeah, yeah. It's so freaking annoying. Ooh, vaccinate, vaccinate. <laughs> there goes your cocaine. Yeah. I know. Such a such a give and take. Yeah. Um, before we do the awards, let's um, let's do Ryan McDermott's question. Yay. He has a film hawk face off for the Critics Choice nominees for Best Picture. Oh, my uh, okay. my uh, interesting group that is not having their award show, thankfully. Because yeah, because nobody I was going to watch it anyway. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was no one was going to go. Well, was nobody was going to watch me. it anyway. On what was it like? C span was where it was going to be on. CW and uh, <laughs> TBS or something like that. I mean, whatever. It'll it, honestly, it's probably going to have better numbers than usual because of not I'm having pretty clothes, sure but... Big Bang Theory episodes would probably have better ratings than the critics choice, but that's just beside the point. I will I will not have you bashing the group that gets me all my free swag. Um, <laughs> all right. First up, Coda or King Richard? Uh, I'm going to say Coda for sure. That's one of the most emotional movies of the year. And it's got a number of scenes that I've looked back on and like they give me chills just thinking about it. King Richard is totally solid. It's a good film, but it's not quite as high up there for me. Same exact thing of mine. And by the way, we'll talk about it in a minute. But I did. I asked what everyone's favorite scenes of the year was. And three of my top five are from Coda. Mm -hmm. Well, there you go. Um, Yeah. I really I, I like both of these movies. I think um King Richard is a very good like, you know, crowd pleasing sports biopic. I think the ensemble there is really great. Like Will Smith is obviously fantastic, but like Tonight Sydney and uh Anjanu Ellis and John Barenthal are very, very good too. And I was very sad on the Oscar shortlist that the sound design didn't get in there because I thought the sound and the tennis matches were fantastic. But Coda is the better overall film. It's just you know, we don't. I mean, both films are really about families that we don't normally get to see, one hundred percent of the time. But especially with Coda, um, I just think Troy Kotzer and in in Emily Jones or Emilia Jones is, is Amelia Amelia, Amelia Jones. Jones yeah. Sorry, uh, we got is uh, is fantastic. 
I think they give great performances. And, it, and, and yes, the, the final 20 minutes, 30 minutes of that film is... If you don't cry during that, you don't have a soul. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it is hard not to get away from that movie without like grabbing the tissue box. So, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and it, it's a, it's a really beautiful little film. And it did get a sound shortlist. Yes. And it did. And it, uh, man, it deserves to get it. Which I, I love seeing those. We, we kind of talked about those. Yeah, I lo- it's yeah. like when you, it's like when, remember when Roma first showed up on like the production design, you're like, oh, what a weird show of strength. Not that it wasn't deserving. But you just kind of like, it's like it those in. little things that you go like, okay, people did understand this movie. Yeah, yeah. That's where like Coda being one of the 10 in sound, whether it gets nominated or not, and it probably won't, but that shows like they're watching it. Yeah. They like it. Yeah. And that's a good sign. Yeah. Steve? Um, I liked King Richard, which I didn't expect after seeing the trailer. And I was uh, yeah. impressed at how, you know, how engaging it was. And it really kept me locked in throughout the whole story. Um, I absolutely loved Coda. So it's going with Coda. Excellent. Uh, as I said, Coda, by the way, um, we can quickly do the, the scenes. Um, the three that I picked from Coda were when the sound goes out during the recital. Cause that's oh, just, yeah, that's devastating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when, uh, her father has her sing and he puts his hands on her neck so he can quote unquote hear her. Yeah. That's like incredible. And then when she signs while she's singing so they can oh, watch her. I love that yeah. film. I have the chills right now. <laughs> telling you. Exactly. It, I, it, when I do my top 10 and we'll talk about that later, but you know, I initially rank them pretty strictly. Like if it's four stars, it has to be above like a three and a half. I, I broke that for this. I was like, it is a four. It is. I put, gave it three and a half. It probably deserved four. It's definitely in my top five. Um, it's amazing. The other um, two that I mentioned for my uh, top five scenes, as my girlfriend's dog plays with her squeaky toy, uh, was the uh, "All I Need Is a Miracle" from Spencer. Like, I that movie needed that scene yeah. to like hit me the way it did. I know it's it, not everyone loves that scene, but I it, it, that movie like it stuck the landing for me a huge way. And then um, I said uh, "Redacted" from Spider-Man: No Way Home. <laughs> We talked about what it was last week. So, um, well, it's, it's over now. Like people, people get. No, you got to stick it out. People, oh, oh, no, BS. They're still people, selling out. Everybody's still seen that movie that no, wants to see it. it. They're still selling yeah. out. Theaters. That is true. I was in the theater. Listen, when redacted and redacted and redacted happens, then redact. Whoa, and then we're redacted. No, no. We got to stop thinking. I will, I will we got to get out of our film world and realize in the real world, there's people who haven't seen it. I went to the theater yesterday and they said. Someone came up to buy tickets for it. They go, first time you can see it is tonight at 1045. I went to a, a noon show. Yep, I, so. I went looking. I want I want my girlfriend to see it. So we're going to – we can't go really until New Year's Eve here. And this is this is a theater in like Middletown, New York, like the Catskills. I mean, they're, they're basically – you can't sit together until Friday. Is it really That's spoilers pretty- when we all knew going in what was going to happen? We didn't all know. I mean – We all knew not, in this group. But it's – you know. I mean, we all kind I mean, of. I mean, I think but the it's amount not of people... about us; it's about the yeah. listeners, yes, and we can't exactly. assume what the listeners have. I will also exactly. say yeah. we we try to be good, and it doesn't matter anyway because I don't know. I don't think you were on for it, but we we got yelled at by someone because we spoiled the crying game to them. The ending of Happiest Season, Happiest Season, like two weeks ago. You know, the movie that's over a year old that we didn't actually oh, spoil, get over it. That's on streaming, and it's been a year. Get over I, it. I listen. People in their we precious had, bubbles it. about about spoilers and stuff, like you know. Come on. It wasn't a spoiler. You've got, you, you got time to like, go see this we, stuff. Come on. I, I, here's what I'll say. Like, if I 
if I told you the ending of The Power of the Dog right now, that it's as a general rule, the ending is not really a cool thing to say. We were talking about like a moment that's not even in the film that like people wished happened. So like I, yeah. what I, the whole point of this is just like I think especially in a written article where like someone might pop up and I aired on the side of caution of like, oh. if you know the movie, you know exactly the scene I'm talking about. If you listened to the podcast last week, you know the scene I'm talking about. So I mean, if you didn't, it, if anything, it's like, Ooh, maybe it makes me want to see That's it, the so. thing is like, we've already Whatever. talked about it on another show. So it's like, if yeah. everyone's I mean, listening a, continuously, yeah, you know, it's, hey, it saved yeah, someone. It saved yeah. like inadvertently causing complaints. Yeah, so I'm yeah. trying to, people are going to complain people. anyway. People love to complain. That's true. Oh no no my everyone's list is wrong don't you know that my yeah. my list is too exactly this, we're all enough yeah or, we're gonna do this we're gonna do that everybody's gonna complain oh yeah no we're we're all awful um, what's better tick tick boom or don't look up oh uh, interesting I just watched don't look up this afternoon and I did like it better than I expected to uh, but tick tick tune. it's the sequel but it's much more dark uh, yeah. no tick tick boom I thought was absolutely delightful um slight spoilers for when we talk about performances but andrew garfield is definitely gonna show up in mind i think he's incredible in it um yeah it just absolutely stuck the landing for me so that's my choice oh spoilers for uh, later in steve, this episode you're, you're on steve you're on tick tick boom by default right by default yes okay Ryan? Miles spoiling the later part of this episode gosh couldn't even give the listeners a chance to hear it um <laughs> kidding um Tick, tick, boom by default because it's a better film and uh, don't look up. Shouldn't even be nominated really in the critics choice for best picture. Cause it's like you balance out like, you know, the average of critics and rotten tomatoes just, and just, Metacritic. And just everything. wait till it gets its best picture at the Oscars. I, yeah, well, it's going to get in. Yeah. I mean, it's, oh, well, yeah, it's, it's going to get in. It's not going to win. No, 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 it's not going to yeah. win, but, but it's like the be fact the that like number nine or something. Well, it, this is just shows like recency bias. It also shows the critics choices ability to want to predict the Oscars rather than go with 10 films as an organization that might be the best of the year. Uh, and then it brings into the question of like the votes and how it's all tabulated and everything. But because um, I don't believe like everybody in their collective conscious put that movie, which is a very divisive film up there with the 10 I can in Hollywood because they're very liberal and it makes sense in that, in that stratosphere, yeah. unless you're just wanting to obviously be with the stars, but like tick, tick, boom is a great movie because it's, it's like Garfield's performance is amazing. Yeah. Miranda's direction will, is will, very vibrant and, and, and yeah, yeah, it just really works. It's actually a really surprising for, film at how well it works for what it's worth. I, I, I had said it, I think last week or whatever that I, I don't reveal my ballot just cause like, why tell like studios who you know yeah, can you're gonna make people mad worked and that. didn't yeah exactly mm. but i will say that only one of my five in picture was nominated yeah and then, so it's kind of like well yeah and then you talk to a bunch of people and you're like well what the heck but it is like a well that's the thing. ever expanding organization um and but i and, just and i would say a lot of the people who are joining tend to not be the like you would think would vote oscar wise but two things to remember one in any organization you don't know everyone and especially Critics' Choice, which its basis is still like the BFCA, like a lot of the middle America TV anchor type people, yeah. like people who did Oscar, like the like, oh, and now here's the movie review on Thursday. Like yeah. that was a uh, that's where that sort of started. And also people who don't see everything 
defer to what they yeah, it's just it's a thing like, that happens it's not like review quotas and things that people got to make and stuff like that to be in there yeah but i think it's like 50 or something that's pretty easy that's one a week yeah if you can't find one movie a week to review you're not you're not trying uh by the way i'm going don't look up over uh, really tick tick boom just a little bit neither i love i think they're both good movies i think they're both very much preaching to their audience and in that end their audience loves the movie like i think tick tick boom is pitched at Broadway fans. And if you know who's in that scene at the diner, it's it's mana. And if you don't, it's mildly amusing. Whereas I mean, like in Don't Look it, Up, it's if pretty, you're it's if pretty you, easy to figure out who's in that diner. I mean I mean you just know it's Broadway people. I I could tell you probably half of them. Yeah. Like my girlfriend like got like three. Like it, it's it's definitely like pitched at a specific audience. It's it's not you don't have an inability to enjoy it. Just like I think even if you have an inability not an inability, but you don't like basically being told like this way of thinking is the right way to think and don't look up yeah. you can still enjoy it as like oh god we're fucked well i but mean they're very close i don't need a movie to tell me that i can just live in america that's true i feel like it, the individual moment the individual part of both movies take take boom is better because of andrew garfield oh yeah. as a whole like what would i sooner watch again it might be don't look up I so it's close but re- that's just a also i probably would a sweep i don't know i kind of like robin de jesus and you know, I think that that I mean, no, they all that movie, no and it's also that. shorter. Yeah, I think that too. So that is true. That is, I will, I will that concede helps. that part. Yeah. Um, speaking of short, Belfast or Nightmare Alley? This should be pretty. I think this is actually gonna be pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, I'd be shocked if there's any division here. I wanted to not like Nightmare Alley. I really did, but it just did not land for me, uh, and I was really disappointed. Uh, Belfast is legitimately great, and I still consider it the best picture frontrunner. We'll see what happens in the weeks and months to come, but in terms of which is a better movie, it's Belfast without question. Mm. Ryan? Um, yeah, it's Belfast. I am just really not... I don't know. Maybe I just... Uh, Maybe I'm starting to lose interest in in my boy uh, Del Toro because like his last couple efforts have not been uh, up to the task that I usually really love and vibe with him. Um, but I did mm-hmm. think I did think Nightmare was a little bit better than Shape of Water, but that's not saying much. Um, and uh, but Belfast is is a beautiful film, very personal. It's 90 minutes long. How how can you not like it? Of course, there are yeah. a ton of people that don't like it, but you know it is but what it is. They hate joy. Well, I think a lot of that hate is just because it is the front runner, uh, and I don't. And it's not totally. because of the actual like they want some deeply profound film. They want Power of the Dog to win, which I think yeah, still which also has a pretty good chance. To, you know what I mean? You're right. Also, in the sense of notice that there's no hatred towards Coda right now, or but like when it had that <laughs> moment where it's like I think it might be able to be like two or three. And then suddenly it was like, oh, it's poorly written or well, this or that. I mean, suddenly, well, then it's like West Side, yeah. West Side Story has had that. Licorice Pizza has had that. Like anything with a modicum of awards tension other than really Power of the Dog yeah. has has gotten like slapped on the wrist by randos on Twitter. And at the end of, of the day, they don't matter because of what matters is the is the film itself. And if I wanted to watch Belfast right now, if you said, Ryan, we're going to watch Belfast, I'd be like hell yeah let's fucking do it because it's a good movie i had a really interesting conversation what's today's what tuesday so yesterday with um jeff cronenwith the dp of uh, being the ricardos Mm -hmm. and obviously jordan cronenwith's son he's a two-time oscar nominee um and i was just because he mentioned how like you know some of the people who don't like being the ricardos don't like it because it's not an i love lucy 
remake and he's like well that's not what we were doing but it's you know frustrating and uh, so i i was actually curious like is it easier to get criticism that's just like someone on twitter complaining or you know a review in the new york times where like someone spent you know 500 words like breaking down your film and saying why they didn't like it i just found it fascinating especially talking to a guy who shot the social network basically depicting the harbinger of the doom that we now have I just found that to be fascinating. Listen for it soon on the site. Um, Steve? Uh, Nightmare Alley is one of my uh, to-do list films, and uh, Belfast, that was tremendous, so Belfast. Excellent. Uh, yeah, Belfast for me as well. Belfast is one of my favorite films of the year, as you'll hear later. Nightmare Alley I thought was solid. I think I like it less the more I think about it. Certain tech aspects will show up in my personal awards, like as nominees, but as an overall thing, I, I just honestly haven't thought about it really since then, and that's not great. Uh, two more. We got West Side Story or Licorice Pizza. Curious how this one goes. Uh, I haven't seen either of these films yet. Uh, I'm trying yeah. to see Licorice Pizza as soon as I get a chance. I have no intention of seeing West Side Story, so I can't really make a comment. There you go. <laughs> Ryan? Um, West Side Story is actually a pretty good movie. Um, I was surprised how much I liked it. Uh, it really helped that I was in a basically in my press screening. There was nobody else there but me and the rep, and so it, it was me and and I'm and so there was no other opinions to be around or whatever. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, oh my god, this is in an IMAX and this is kind of great. That yeah. great Spielberg magic, but I mean, come on, it's it's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. I don't give a shit about any of that BS controversy on either side. The movie's great. It's mm-hmm. it's very funny, but it's also kind of sad and dark. Um, and when you really think about it and leave it, of course, the PTA to there's not always just, you know, all bells and whistles to it and, and roses. There's is it, there's actual depth and, and real sadness behind these characters. And every adult in it is a trash human being. So, of yep. course, the reasons why the they act or say things is, is terrible because Everybody back then was pretty much terrible when you really look back at it. And mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, and a lot of Heim, Cooper Hoffman, they give star-making performances. So, yeah, like Licorice Pizza, spoiler alert, one of the better films, maybe one of the top ten films of the year. Mm-hmm. Steve? Uh, West Side Story, I think, nails a lot of what it tries to do. I think there's a performance that uh, that hurts it, but also I think that it being a remake and it doesn't do a much to it, it's a it's an update a technical update um and what what they do and what they capture on the screen like you said ryan it, it is magical they do a tremendous job uh with the music the the choreography uh the cinematography it's um and and a lot of the performances but uh licorice pizza now this may be recency bias because i did see it yesterday i don't know it's something special i think it's uh I think it's one you have to sit with, and you can go back and revisit it, and and probably enjoy. It. Like I think your your experience with West Side Story every time you see it will be about the same, but I think Licorice Pizza is going to have it's going to evolve with with viewers as mm. they watch it again and as they sit with it and think about it because there is depth to it, and these characters are not. Uh, I, I, the word I kept thinking of is strange. It's not you know strange and like oddball, but like this is not your typical group of people you hear stories about and uh yeah and it was interesting and 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 actually the pairing of the two leads uh, that alone was just like just your atypical and i loved it i loved because i didn't know mm-hmm. ever not not for a single moment did i know where we're going next 
And uh, yeah. when it all came together, I was like, man, Anderson, Paul Thomas Anderson is is a, is a maestro. He's he's really incredible. Yes. Isn't it great to just mm-hmm. ride along with whatever a director is giving you and you just trust in him mm-hmm. or her to take her, you yeah. on that journey? It's just, I mean, the it, thing about no it, feeling than that. There's something about waiting until a filmmaker has the cachet to do that. Yeah. Like, I really hope that that's what the Fablemans is next year. Oh, it's Spielberg just kind of yeah. like riding the wave of like, I want to give you memories of my child. And the way that Belfast sort of is I was like, like, it's Belfast his Belfast, has, it's his Roma. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, there's something cool about that. Yeah. Um, is it in black and white too? I think it might be. Uh, It might also be like rumors, but I'm in either way. Um, West Side Story is fine. Yes, there is a performance there that is garbage, independent of the person being garbage. How dare you guys talk about Mike Feist like that? Good lord. I know, right? Um, Everyone else is solid. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I I think think, um, Ansel Elgort is legitimately bad, independent of him as a person. Like, I've liked him in other things. I think he is woefully miscast. As a person, he's not a good person, but I actually didn't mind him. Like I just he like stuck that performance. Out. Those those two characters are exactly what they are. Uh, though I think Zegler is able to lift it more, obviously than yeah. He is. I think there was a missed opportunity to cast someone who would elevate that. Everyone else is good. Good in that question, movie. Ryan. Yes. How yes. how familiar are you with the original? And like, how are you connected to oh, it? Like, I, do you have an emotional connection to it, or is it? I think it's. Uh, I I I saw the musical a lot when I was a kid, and, and I really and yeah, I really do like the original musical. But it's not like my favorite musical of all time. Oh, no. I, I had it on early. I had it on last week. I think it was on TV. It it's was a on fine TCM film. or something uh, like that. It, it is yeah. groundbreaking for what it is. I mean, I much more prefer oh, no, the yeah, color watch. palette of the original than this one for sure. Uh, but, yeah. there, but I think that there's, I think they're kind of going for different goals. It almost feels like they're definitely, um, they're definitely not. Yeah. It's not, it's a remix I would think. And then also like, I think the Tony role, even watching it now, the original, it still is like, that's a flatter character oh, yeah. than everyone else. Like there, that one, it didn't feel like he's in a different movie here. Ansel Elgort felt like he was in a different movie um, or like in a like high school production of the movie. Yeah. But I mean, if we're comparing West Side Story, Liquor's Pizza is not a contest. No. Liquor's Pizza is great. West Side Story is fine. Yep. Uh, one more. Then we get to the awards. The Power of the Dog or Dune. Well, this is a no-brainer for me. Um, I like The Power of the Dog. I respect it, but it did not grab me in the way it seems to have with many people. Um, And even after a rewatch, I still feel like it's very well made, but emotionally keeps me at arm's length. Dune is one of my favorite films of the year. Uh, It's a technological masterpiece. Um, I cannot wait to see what happens in part two, but even if this was the only one we got, it would still be a sci-fi masterpiece. So, Dune. Fair. Oh, this is tough because I love both of these movies. Miles knows how much I love both of these movies. Mm. Um, you want Steve to go first? No. Or you, you haven't? You haven't. I have it. Um, I've watched Dune more times than Power of the Dog, and that's what gives it the edge. I think okay. Dune is the second best Denis Villeneuve film he's ever made. I think that Jane Campion has also made a masterpiece. Both of them are masterpieces, in my opinion. I think that they demand rewatch, and they suck a viewer in in their scope and in their uh, and what they're trying to do. Like like Power of the Dog with its tension, uh, Dune with its 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 world building. They're both just great. 
Um, but I have to give Dune the edge just because it, it it's it's unlike any big budget experience I've had in quite some time. Like that movie is just so it's the birth of watching a new franchise. And that's so exciting. Mm. And look, I know you guys hear me all the time, like, you know, get rumbled up, up you know, the feathers with Marvel, though. I did really like Spider-Man for uh, no way home. I really did like that film uh, for all the redacted parts and everything. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited about uh, Dr. Strange. Cause I saw that trailer this week. I was very excited for that. And I was really excited for the Batman. So see, I like comic book movies. Yeah, that too. trailer. Um, the trailer was great. That trailers. Every one of their trailers has been fantastic for that movie. Oh, I know. I cannot fucking like, wait for that. God, give me that movie fucking now. Uh, Love Paul Dano as written. They oh, show a little too super. much for my taste. But. Yeah, maybe a little bit too much, but still, I was like, oh, I, yeah, I was, think there's, I think little, that is a lot of movie that we're going to get. It was a tiny bit strange that they did the like, uh, Alfred, you lied to me type. That's how, that felt like a sequel. Like yeah, it felt like, like, like in two but it also three, made like, me like, give, what did he lie to him about? That's interesting. Okay. Well, and also I, they're skipping the origin story. So in many ways, this is the second movie. of. Yeah, this is like franchise. year one, right? Like this is like super. Yeah. This is like year, like, year, two, like, year, year two, two, basically. Super, super hypothetical. Just quickly to throw this out. Is there any chance he's adopted? Like he's no, I think Wayne? it's going to be one of those classic stories where it turns out his family are actually like super shitty and like we're involved in a lot of shitty stuff. And he never that is a around. like right. frequent Wayne like subplot, right? And and wasn't that in like one of the video games also that like Thomas the, Wayne was the shady? Telltale game is like the whole yeah. subplot is that like his parents are actually super scumbags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, d- I'm down if they're do- I'm down if they're pulling from that. That's a good ser- that's a good yeah. franchise. But Dune's amazing, and I can't wait for part two. Uh, let Denis Villeneuve make whatever movies he wants. Um, you know, desert powered all day, baby. Um, awesome. I uh, hate to say it, but I was I appreciated Dune. I didn't love Dune. Uh, I wanted to, and I wonder again. What was that? <laughs> you need to watch it again. Then. <laughs> no, well, that's what I honestly feel like I need to do because I felt I was oh. watching it under a deadline. And it was like, I need to slip this in. I had, you know, three hours to watch it. And it's mm-hmm. what, a, a two hour and 40 minute movie or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's a long boy. Which, yeah. Which is not how I want it to be. I like to sit down, be ready for the movie and then take it in, not be looking at my, my watch. Um, so I'm going to revisit it. I don't feel like I have a strong, uh, an opinion I can really stand by right now in Dune. So, uh, and Power of the Dog, though, I loved. Um, there's so much going on there. One thing that I, I loved in it that people haven't pointed out um, is the framing of the shot early on. You know everything you need to know about um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's character in those first few seconds. But by the time it's over, they use a similar framing and you know it's very little of what you were presented is there is is the same character there's a lot more to him and i think that's uh i think some of those subtle uh, things that they added to it, it i don't i know people feel confused or you have to be told or explained it and i um i can understand that feeling because i hate that as well i that happens to me often it didn't happen here i kind of got it coming out of it um so I uh, I stand by it. One of my favorite of the years. Awesome. Um, both are great. Ever so slightly, I am going to power of the dog. I've actually seen that one more times. That's one of the reasons. Um, both I would like to rewatch soon. So it's very close, but I'll go power of the dog. Um, 
Before we do the awards, um, we have a question from uh, Kelly Cates Hughes. Miles, do you happen to know who that is? Gosh, you know, the name rings a bell. I mean, it could be my wife, but it's anybody's guess. Wait, 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 wait. Um, Your wife. (laughs) My wife. There you go. Um, It's actually a question that Steve will be able to answer. Oh. Oh. How many it days says, are you single? Oh, um, yes. <laughs> no, very, very, Can I get married as an old? Very not single. Um, she says, hey, guys, hope you all had a happy holidays. I wanted to know who is the voice who introduces the podcast at the very beginning. It's bugging me. I hope you guys have a wonderful New Year's. Take care. Well, it's actually um, Jesus. So, happy <laughs> birthday, Jesus. I hope you had a really great day last weekend. Anyway, way to, <laughs> way to answer the question. Um, moving on. I hope you got everything you asked for. Yeah. The name of the voiceover artist is Kari Loya. That's Kari with a K. I've known him for several years, and he's a fantastic voiceover artist. If you watch TV, commercials, political ads, movie trailers, then you've probably heard his work. Every once in a while, I'll be watching something, and I hear his voice, or so I think, and I reach out to him, and he's like, Oh, you got it. Good ear, man. He's really fantastic to work with. He's very versatile and... If you need a voiceover artist, reach out to Kari at Kari Loya at Kari Loya VO.com. That's K A R I L O Y A V O.com. It's great. I love his voice. I love hearing it. <clears throat> Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Um, here. So let's talk. Let's talk awards. So we'll go <clears throat> in reverse order. We'll start with the little stuff and we'll move up and then we'll expand to our top 10. So I'll tell you my uh, my nominees in each category and you can pick your – say your winner. Like you don't have to say a bunch of stuff. If you have more than one thing you like, feel free to mention it. But, you know, we'll, we'll try to keep it at least quick on some we'll of them. We'll do what we want to do. There's no rules here. <clears throat> That's unfortunately true. Yeah. Uh, here, <laughs> best visual effects. My nominees were Dune, Finch, Ghostbusters Afterlife, The Matrix Resurrections, Spider-Man No Way Home, The Tomorrow War. How many nominations you get? do you have in each category? I do, I do six in each category. You do six, okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you guys can each mention your personal winner. It doesn't have to be one of my nominees, and I'll tell you mine afterwards. Um, well, my winner would be Dune, because on a visual standpoint, that movie is, like we said, a masterpiece. Uh, but I do want to give a shout out to The Suicide Squad, which I feel like has been completely ignored in this category, and that's a crime. You will see it in other places on my list. I mean, it des- deserves to be- Shut the fuck up, Ryan. <laughs> wow. I know what you think. Just let me have Steve, it. Steve agrees with me. <laughs> I live well, I agree miles, so there we let go. Let your anger flow. <clears throat> Yes. <laughs> Ryan, what about you? <laughs> um, I know Dune and, and Matrix were mentioned, but uh, shout out to Clifford. Uh, straight up masterpiece. That big boy got made this year. Good for him. Uh, no, in all seriousness. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Dune. It's got to be Dune. Though the Matrix is pretty close. Like I did really love those special effects and if i was gonna go with a marvel movie uh i would go with shang chi shang chi yeah that shang chi shang chi and suicide squad were my next in line yeah, that's really good really good stuff yeah but also i steve? mean that big red boy you know what i mean yeah yeah good boy it's steve it's hard not to uh 
give it to Dune, so I will, but uh, keep in mind Godzilla vs. Kong, which I thought... Yeah, that wasn't far yeah. off either. Yeah, that's some good-looking um, visuals, especially what they do at night. Yes. Yeah, you can... T- yeah. Oh, good job. There's a, lot, there's a lot going on there that I, I wish I got to see that in yes. the theater, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah on my 12-inch. Um, you saw it on your penis? <laughs> oh! oh. oh. Save it go. for two episodes, uh, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Dune Flattery is will get you everywhere. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Dune, Dune is my winner. It's not close. All right. <clears throat> Best original song. My nominees were <clears throat> From Annette, So May We Start, From Belfast, Down to Joy, mm-hmm. From Cyrano, Wherever I Fall, mm-hmm. From Don't Look Up, Just Look Up, From No Time to Die, No Time to Die, and from Sing to Your Song Save My Life. You, yeah, you would have you two in there. I mean, it's fine. Like, honestly, there were not a lot of songs I love this year. Wow, you just hate Beyonce, huh? <clears throat> I didn't, the song didn't do much for me. No, you're going to, they're going to come after you. I didn't, I didn't post it on the internet. Yeah. Um, come on, listen, the song's fine. You know where to go after his the song's name. fine. His um, Twitter handle is at Joey Magnuson. I mean, frankly, I would have filled up a lot with the Cyrano soundtrack, but I wanted to yeah. not go more than one film in this category. Whereas people um, call it Serrano. Mm, yes. With uh, also, uh, was it Ben Affleck? Yeah. <laughs> Dennis Villanueva. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll never get over. Hour of the dog. The dog. Um, that was entertaining in a like train wreck sort of way. Um, Miles, what about you? Yeah. Um, I, Having just seen Don't Look Up, I do like Just Look Up, and No Time to Die has grown on me, certainly, considering we had like a year and a half to listen to it before the movie came out. Um, But my favorite of the year would absolutely be uh, Beyonce's song from King Richard. That one, like, more so than most songs that are talked about in this category, has actually stuck with me, honestly, more so than the rest of the film. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, it's going to get nominated. Like, don't don't presume that I'm me having it like eight. No, no, no. This. I'm yeah. just talking about in general for. No, no. Yeah. Miles it's just, not Miles just doesn't want to nah. get killed by the beehive, which uh, that's true. That's Joey Magnuson on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. All right. Ryan. Uh, <laughs> I do actually really like Beyonce's song because I think that as personal as that movie is, that is also very personal. And also because the Williams sisters and Beyonce are very close friends and they very much both can relate to each other in the sort of rise to fame uh, at a very young age with yeah. demanding parents and everything. Uh, I, I think that that, that it really, it, it's really good. I think, uh, so may we start what a great, what a great song that would be to start the Oscars. Um, yeah, that would be actually a cool idea. Yeah. I, so the thing to mention here is like, I also wanted to sort of cite movies that weren't going to show up a ton of other places yeah. like in a net and a Cyrano. So, does, uh, that's part of the all. Joey, does uh, Barb and Star go to Vista del Mar? Does that count for this year, or did you I count guess. it for last year? I mean, I really, th- I, I mean, it's I, kind of in the middle. I count. I'm counting it for this year because I think it can go either way. I, I also like don't. I have no thoughts on that movie. Wow, so. rude. Um, because Edgar I saw Frere, it like in the, I saw it right in the middle. Uh, Steve's favorite song, "I Love Boobies." Uh, those are some great <laughs> songs there. Um, you know the. You know, but I I agree with 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 Joey with one of his nominations, uh, which is uh, wherever I fall um, mm. from Cyrano. I swear to God, if you don't cry during that sequence, and it's one of the best things Joe Wright's ever done, if you don't cry during that, you don't have a soul. 
I mean, it's it's it is mandatory for everyone to cry during that scene, and it's so beautiful, and it also is is the emotional crux of the of the last third of that film. Like it, if you don't buy into that, you're not going to buy into everything else that happens after that. And uh, it's beautiful, beautiful work. And also, it's like mm. uh, for everyone that hasn't seen, it, I will not spoil who sings that song. You can see it online or whatever, but. Um, it, it, like, I was genuinely shocked when the first voice, uh, starts singing that song and I, my mouth was on the floor along with tears from my face. Hmm. All right, Steve. I'm on board with everything you said about wherever I fall. And if I want a little more mainstream, oh, a lot more mainstream, higher, uh, odds type song, I'm a sucker for a bond song. So yeah. uh, no time to die. I just rewatched the film and man, that song plays so well on those credits. Yeah. It fits cool. the tone of All that right. whole movie perfectly. What do you guys think my winner is? You can each make a prediction. Uh, probably just look up cause you've talked about it a lot throughout the year. Mm. All right. I mean, Ryan, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, wait, what are they again? Just real quick. So may we start from Annette? Down to Joy from Belfast, wherever it's I down fall to joy from, from Cyrano. All right, Steve. I was going there too. Down to Joy. My <clears throat> my runner up is Don't Look Up, Just Look Up. My winner, Wherever I Fall. Oh, oh good. Nice pick. Good. It literally, it's the moment where that movie kicked into gear for me. Up until then, I was like, this movie's fine. I like it more than I thought. And then you're like, that Whoa. scene hit, and I was like, oh wow. Um, yeah, like that was like, oh, now you, you've like, I sat up in my seat. It's one of the best scenes of the year, period. Yeah. Um, we'll go we'll go quicker through some of the text just because I know people care about the other ones a little bit more. Uh, original score, my nominees were Cyrano, Dune, The Green Knight, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, Spencer. Uh, my favorites are Dune and Spencer. All right. My favorites are Dune, Spencer, Power of the dog. And uh, the Green Knight. Green oh, Knight's fantastic. Fair. Yeah. You're reading, yeah, you're I feel like my... I kind of hit. <laughs> I feel like I kind of hit on the main ones with my list. No, but you know what? Those are the best. Yeah. You it was kind that. of a thin year. Like, not bad year, just a little, like, top heavy. Yeah. yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Steve, do you have another one or those? No, I agree with everything that Ryan just said. P- uh, come on, come and, on, too. And yeah, yeah. Pig. I, I, yeah, I think Sir, in pig. And I feel actually, like pig. I did quite like Nicholas Bertel's score from uh, Don't Look Up. Yes, that, those were actually my next in line. I was going to say um, pig's uh, score in there. Pig's not bad. Yeah. Um, my runner up is Dune. My winner is Spencer. Yeah. Spencer would be my winner too. I like yeah, I like Power of the Dog better in the film, but I like Spencer overall. Like outside of it, like I can That's I fair. listen to the Spencer one a lot a lot more. Mm. Best sound. I know we're going to have strong opinions here. Mm. Uh, nominees are Coda, Dune, A Quiet Place Part 2, Spider-Man No Way Home, Miles, this one's for you and I, Spiral from the Book of Saw, and Yay. West Side Story. And that was, by the way, spoiler alert, this is the only nomination for West Side Story. Wow. Um, you guys got a, got a sound or like kind of indifferent? Uh, I agree with all those. I mean, it's Dune for me, for sure. I mean, like A Quiet Place Part 2. I like that that's in there. Um, yeah. The novice. 
That's pretty good sound design. That is a yeah, because the director is previous like sound designer. Yeah. So exactly. uh, and I just watched that film and it's like, man, that sound is really good. Yeah, Doom, Power of the Dog. Um, you know. You know the musicals are all fine. The, all the musicals are great, like in the Heights. Yeah, you know, stuff in like the that. Heights had some great sound. Yeah, yeah. Steve, uh, Dune, uh, Last Night in Soho. Um, okay. Yeah, oh, those. oh, I know one that really is great. It's a great sound design. The Humans. Humans is okay. Sound design. Is yeah, fantastic. I don't, I don't love the movie, but it is good sound. Yeah, design. like that is. It's such a pivotal part of the film. Yeah. You know, so, yes. Yeah. Almost to his detriment for mine, but that was a just. I oh think, no! For like for on it, but it was yeah. good. No, for me, it it it, it worked like ninety five percent of the time. Fair, Steve. Did you have another one? It was good. No. Uh, yeah. Power of the Dog. All all, all the usual suspects. Okay. Mm. My uh, runner up is A Quiet Place Part Two. My winner's Dune. That's a pretty no. Yeah. That's kind of a no brainer. I lo- I really liked A Quiet Place Part Two. Yeah, no, I, I think the first one was better in terms of the sound design, but it was still like, we know what works. We're going to keep I like doing the, it. I think I like the, the second one more than the first one. That's fair. Yeah. They're both great. They're both really good. Um, like, And you know what? They're great. They're 90 minutes. That too. I like 90 um, minutes. more of those. Yeah. Yeah. Makeup and hairstyling. My nominees are Being the Ricardos, Cyrano, Dune, Malignant, <laughs> Spencer, yeah, right? <laughs> Spencer and the Suicide Squad. Thank you for putting the Suicide Squad in there, but it's malignant all the way for this one. That is some of the best makeup of the last several years. Mm. The Green Knight. Mm. Um, no Time to Die. Mm-hmm. French Dispatch. Last Duel. Last little salad, yeah. Yeah. Um fucking malignant slaps. Old too. Um, yeah. It was it was actually a good year for old yeah, for makeup and, really and good. stuff. Like you can go a lot of directions with yeah. it. The nominees will be awful at the Oscars, but like stuff that we could pick. I mean yeah, guys. Right. How's a Gucci? Oh god. No. Yes. Incredible. How's a Gucci? No, uh, but Titan. Titan. Yeah, Titan. There's yeah. so much. The release yeah, this year. So many great uh, stuff. There's, you didn't, there's not a wrong answer there. Uh, yeah. Cyrano and uh, I like Cruella. I think Cruella, although it's more of a Ooh, classic. Yeah, I would agree. With makeup, yeah. it's, it's so well done. It's really it, like its own character. So yeah, the movie's technical aspects are fantastic. Yeah, it's, I I agreed. I mostly the only thing I really that really takes that movie back a step for me is the incessive needed drops and Craig Gillespie's like direction. But fair, yeah. Um, so my runner-up is Malignant. Fuck yeah. My winner is Spencer. I think the making her whatever subtle stuff with the hair and makeup to make her look a little more like her, while still clearly being Kristen Stewart. I love that yeah. way more than like Gucci. Like we're gonna make him look like Vincent Schiavelli, but fat. Yeah, but how's the Gucci um, good? Yeah, for the ma- gonna, for the makeup, not the movie. The movie's bad. But yeah. the movie. I mean, as you're noticing, like early on, it's a good good night for Spencer at the Joey Awards. Yeah. Um, film editing nominees are Belfast. Love that 90 minute runtime. Mm. Dune, Licorice Pizza, No Time to Die, Red Rocket, and Spencer. Miles? Yep. Of the ones I've seen, those are all good. Um, I know it would never show up in your awards, but I would throw French Dispatch into there. Yeah. It would not. It almost came up in score. That was the only one I considered it, really. God, that editing is too good. We don't deserve it. 
Um, That's why you didn't get it. Uh, licorice pizza. Mm-hmm. French mm-hmm. dispatch. Uh, I like the, the editing of Tragedy of Macbeth. Fair. Uh, nine days. Okay. Uh, West Side Story. Mm. Um, for me. In like, the Heights. In the Heights, too. Yeah, any of the damn musicals this year, to be honest with you. Oh, Tick, Tick, Boom, absolutely. Tick, well, uh, I don't know about mm. that one. Fair. Um, uh-huh. One yeah. more. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't I actually. Uh, the Green Knight. Okay. Let's just Fair say the Green Knight. Yeah. Right. Say it for Steve. every category until I, you know, cows go home. I'm on board <laughs> with that. Uh, Belfast, uh, Licorice Pizza, and The Last Duel, because the last 10 minutes of The Last Duel are yeah, some. The la- the yeah. Most- Ooh, hell mm-hmm. yeah. yeah the la- you know what? Take out one of the other ones. The Last Duel, that editing is so important to that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last Duel came very close to a lot of my nominees. That movie's so good. I don't know if I'll ever Mon- watch it again, but it is a good movie. Oh yeah, I'll never watch it again. Yeah. But it was very good. <laughs> it's like it's uh, one of those where you're like, do you? And, and I don't know. Maybe you guys can answer this question for me as I'm trying to do stuff in my head. And I know this is drilling. I'm sorry, Joe. But do you guys, when you put your top ten lists together, do you guys factor in rewatchability like that, or you're like, that movie's just really good? I'll probably never see it I again, but I'll put don't. it over others. I don't because there's, there's some I tough I think about that whenever I go back and look at my top 10 or like reassess them yeah. after the fact. Okay. But when I'm putting them together in the year, just because more t- more often than not, I don't get a chance to rewatch a lot of them. So I have to sort of go with <coughs> what's what I remembered. And I've moved stuff out of my top 10 that like I just because I haven't thought about it that much since I saw it. Yeah. Um, as opposed sure. to stuff that stuck with me. Totally. That's a good point. My runner-up for best film editing is Dune. Mm. My winner is Spencer. Yeah, some great editing think, there. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of editing there. Good editing. I mean, I know that sometimes most equals best in, at the Academy, and I try not to do that, but... Well, if you were going to do, do most, to... then you would have don't, done Don't Look Up. So. That's true. Um, did not do that. No. Costume design. My... No- Costume design, a uh, kind of crappy category this year. I will freely admit, I, I didn't find a whole lot to love. Nominees were Being the Ricardos, Dune, The Last Duel. I found room for The Last Duel. Licorice Pizza, Spencer, The Suicide Squad. Mm. I like The Suicide Squad here. And Dune. Mm. Yeah, just good stuff for all. Spencer, for sure. Uh, French Dispatch. Yeah. Sure. Green Knight. Cruella, I'm sure, would be on some. Cruella would be there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Cyrano, Gu- possibly Gucci. Uh, no, the, the Matrix Resurrections. Yes. Mm. Um, right. You know, uh, I I like uh, I like those those pictures. Those are good. Ones. All right, Steve. Uh, I want to go back real quick. Sound design. Oh, last night in Soho. Sorry. All right. I agree. Go ahead. One that one uh, I left out of sound design is the killing of two lovers. Which yeah, is, oh my god, yes, yeah, Steve. That's a good one. Yeah, it's one of those that doesn't appear in many lists, and it's unfortunate. It's just like so under the radar, but go go check it out. It's on Hulu right now. Um, yep, Hulu. Costume. Costume, Cruella, The Green Knight, and uh, uh, Last Night in Soho. Yeah. Cool. Um, this will sound familiar. My runner-up is Dune. My winner is Spencer. Man. Fair. 
Spencer, yeah. yeah cinematography. Spencer's great, too. Yep. Cinematography. My nominees are Being the Ricardos, Belfast, Dune, Licorice Pizza, The Power of the Dog, and Spencer. You can also, when you say what you like, predict my winner. Um, yeah, I mean, it's Dune for me. Um, I'll actually, I haven't seen it yet, but I would put Tragedy Macbeth on here, sight unseen. Fuck yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, just based on the trailers, like, holy shit, I can't wait. Yep. Um, I mean, it was a great year for black and white movies. Belfast, I think, looks great. Come on, come on, looks great. Passing. Passing. Oh, passing did some really interesting stuff with the the monochromatic images. Yeah. Um, as far as your winner, is it Spencer? <laughs> we'll find out in a minute. Uh, Ryan, No Time to Die. Solid. Uh, Tragedy Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Benedetta. Sure. Power of the Dog. Mm-hmm. Drive my car. By the way, shout out to Ari Wagner, who also shot Zola. Yes. Power of the Dog and Zola in the same year is up there with um, uh, yeah. Barry Jenkins, cinematographer, also doing Kevin Smith movies at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Green Knight, come on, come on. Yeah, I think I think you'll go with Dune on this one. And Dune's up there, I too. Know. Greg Frazier's work on that. Steve? Incredible. Yep. The Green Knight. Interview with Greg Frazier coming to the site next week. Belfast, Dune, all the usual suspects. Oh, Spencer. Um Mm-hmm. And West Side Story. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What do you think? I, what do you think I picked? Either Dune or Spencer. Steve. Oh wait, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change it up. I think you went Licorice Pizza. All right. Um, Licorice Pizza came in third. Damn. Uh, Dune is my runner-up. Spencer's my winner. Damn it. <laughs> There's a real tech category theme. Mm. Yeah, I can't help that they're good. Um, production design nominees are being the Ricardos. Belfast, Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and Spencer. Yeah, I would say Nightmare Alley uh, production design is the thing it did the best. Uh, Ricardo's is really good. Um, Dune is obviously phenomenal in this regard. Yeah, the the usuals. All right. Uh, The Last Duel. Um. Shang-Chi. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, the Green Knight. Dune. Prince Dispatch. Mm-hmm. And I like Tragedy of Macbeth because it's so stripped down. So I'll go with uh-huh. that. But then Matrix is cool. there too. So Yeah. Steve? Um, prr, wow. Uh, West Side Story. He purred. Yeah, mm. West Side Story, uh, The Green Knight, um, you know, uh, Dune, of course. You know, it's mm-hmm. some really strong production design. Uh, another one I left out of uh, cinematography is uh, The Night House. Oh, totally love that movie. Damn, Steve coming in with the late ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, Being Ricardo's is my runner-up, and. Spencer actually sweeps the categories it's nominated in in the below wow. the line categories. Yeah. The only movies that are in Spencer that win for me are Dune in Sound, um Cyrano in Song, yeah. and Dune in Visual Effects. I will say that 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 cinematography by Claire Mathon is yeah. is is breathtaking. It is beautiful. Yes. I mean that movie is yeah, brilliant. Them, All right. Know, the movies 
good. Yeah, fine. I love it. It's uh-huh. it's a good movie. Well, it's not great. It's the it's the leader in the clubhouse going into the the main the big the big categories. Yeah. Yeah. But first, we have international feature nominees are Benedetta, Flea, Parallel Mothers, Tigers, Titan, and the Worst Person in the World. I mean, um, the only one I would add here would be Riders of Justice. Yes, mm-hmm. nice. Prediction. Uh, Prediction. Um, give them to me again, I'm sorry. Benedetta, Flea, Parallel Mothers, Tigers, Titan, the worst person in the world. You're going to go worst person in the world. Mm, maybe. Ryan? You're going to go worst person in the world. Shout out to Petit Memo. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout nice. out to A Hero. Not the sandwich. Mm-hmm. That wasn't far off from mine. Um, but I, my winner is, it's not even close. It's Drive My Car. The movie's, wish I liked the movie's it more. A, I wish I liked it more. Goddamn masterpiece. So. I will revisit it January, one day. And I'm very excited. I'm so I will revisit it one day. Oh, you are, Steve? Yes, oh, I'm so was. jealous of you to see that for the first time again. It's oh, yeah. it's so good. I need to watch it again because I watched it late at night on the screener. Yeah, that's, that's not the best not the time to watch, to watch a three-hour mood piece. Yeah, and the problem is once you do that, it becomes a huge ass to watch it again. Yeah. So I know I kind of shortchanged myself, but such is life. But Steve, you know what? You I'd rather rewatch something like that than like, no offense to everyone out there. Uh, I get more out of re- a rewatch of probably Drive My Car than I would like Spider-Man. You know what I mean? So yeah, different, 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 different strokes, different though. folks. Yeah, yeah. Steve? Uh, the Worst Person in the World, Parallel Mothers, mm. Petite Maman. Mm-hmm. And um, another one here. Uh, I'm blanking on it. Oh, the hand of God's really good. I liked it. I, w- I wish I liked that one more. Also, yeah. well, Steve, you'll come back yeah, to uh, it. That's fine. Um, Those were, yeah, work for me. I my wish I liked Flea more. The same. It just cracked. It was. It's literally my number six mm. on this one. Flea's good. Um, so Titan. It's, you know, it's fine. I, yeah. Titan. Titan is my runner-up. The worst person in the world is my winner yeah. by far. Oh, to um, you're about too. to hear the yeah up there. I like worst per- worst hear- person. I think it's going to grow for me over time. I like it. I don't. Like I hope it. so. Yeah, you're about to hear the uh, most eclectic best documentary feature lineup here <laughs> all year. Um, my nominees are Clerk, mm. Not Going Quietly, mm. Once Upon a Time in Queens, mm. Roadrunner, a film about Anthony Bourdain, mm. Street Gang, How We Got the Sesame Street, and Val. Damn. I kind of, you know what, Joey? I kind of admire the fact that it isn't like the usual suspects. Yeah, yeah. The next in line was the rescue, and that's just—it's so expected. Yeah. Um, All right. Sorry, Miles. Oh, uh, the only documentary I've seen this year is Val, so that wins by default. But I did really like that one. Um, Prediction? You're probably gonna do Clerk. No. We'll find out. (laughs) Ryan. Uh, Yeah, you're probably gonna do Clerk or something you're gonna pick one of those and it'll be a wild winner um i mean the other, keep in mind i also have a mets documentary on there <laughs> yeah there you go um admittedly one of the best 30 for 30s i've seen ever they they always do a great job 30 for 30 yep um, and you know what since since uh oj won an oscar i get to put them on my list now the lost leonardo is really good watched mm-hmm. that today thought that was a very interesting little film uh, Side note to um, international feature: There's too much English in it, and it's not coming out until next year. But pleasure. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard that it's a good movie. 
Oh, that so was good. Sundance I wish it, last year, right? It was at Sundance last year, and now it's at Neon, and they're, I guess, deciding what to do with it. I almost wish they'd go to Sundance again and just be like, we're back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> Round two. Some more, ple- yeah. more pleasure. Um, oh, yeah. Summer Soul. Sure, that's uh, fine. Mine would be Some Kind of Heaven. Mm. I know that that's counts for some people for last year or whatever, but uh, I mean, I saw that, like, I think it released. It was one of those hybrids where it was released in a weird yeah. time. And, so exactly but uh i yeah otherwise i think it's actually been a really down year for documentaries uh, it just hasn't been one to like capture yeah ever. like i think it i think it always the pendulum always swings because last year i thought documentaries were great yeah and foreign language was a little you know <laughs> and now yeah. it's the other way around where like foreign language films are like a ton that i love and then and then like for uh, documentaries, I'm like, uh, yeah, how am I going to make a list? And so. in the way that I feel like animated features very thin. And then, sure. well, animated features um, really always thin, to be honest with you. Usually, usually. Right. We'll get to that next. Uh, Steve, any documentaries you want to cite? Roadrunner, Procession, and mm-hmm. that's I about it. Pro- I need to watch Procession. Right. I've heard it's a. That's fair. Heard it's a, a tough one. Though. Yeah, yeah. What about oh, yeah. the the, the um, Truffle Hunters? Is that last year that, that was, was fine that was i think last i saw it last year, year I like, but it some people saw it this it came year. out this year yeah i saw it at myff last year came out this year it, i think was how it was it. eligible for last year but i i see oh, it was okay see a movie like that i'm fine with being on somebody's list or maybe like some kind of heaven but this idea of yeah. like having judas and the father no on your list no cut it out like stop it yep. that was last I, year i mean like, that's why I'm having everyone on staff send me their list before it goes up because I'm going to reject any ones that were come on like, on people's list. Like, like we that. get it. Some, goes some areas of the world, you know, but it's like, come yeah. on. We're trying to yeah. mostly anyone, go by this year's Oscar calendar. Anyone who puts Minari on there does not get that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think if it is celebrated or, or won a trophy at last year's yeah. Oscars, it is disqualified. I'm, I'm, waiting for for someone, I'm waiting for someone on staff to put Nomadland. You know, didn't come you, out you know what I'm. People. You know what I'm going to do it. Just fuck, fuck it. I'll You're only going to have nine on your top. I know, Sorry. right? No. Uh, Clerk is my runner-up. Roadrunner wins, even with the uh, the audio issues. I don't care about that. <laughs> like every documentary does things like that. Yeah, just I like I know. I I sat there and I went like, wow, we're playing the moral police on this. Like really? Yeah, yeah. Be- because he wasn't around to do it. Like like if. If Anthony Bourdain was alive, one, the documentary wouldn't be as interesting because people wouldn't care as much. It would be just a special on TV. But two, you would, of course, be like, well, no, do, say that this way. Do this. Like, you would di- you direct your documentary subjects. Like, this idea that you just observe is insane. Yeah. So, whatever. Animated feature. We'll do this quickly because it sucks. Uh, my nominees are Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Mitchells versus The Machines, Raya and the Last Dragon, and Vivo. I actually thought the animated films were pretty good this year. Um, I like all of those. Mitchell's versus the machines is my personal favorite. Um, you might pick it. Yeah, I think you would over the rest. All right, Ryan. Uh, I love me some Luca, baby. Uh, right. Luca rules, and it's also got like an ending that just slaps you in the face with emotion um mm-hmm. and i was like Damn. almost like it's a pixar almost like it's yeah almost like like it's a, a pixar returning back to form after uh, the bad movie that was soul um so uh that was good but then i when i went to middleburg i did watch mitchell's versus the machines on the plane 
And that movie is great too. So they're like, those two are right up there. And then every, everything else is sort of like trying to be good in the animated features, but they're, they're not really that great. Like I'm not as big on Encanto as I, as as I really hoped I was. I was like, ah, the movie's fine. Um, I wanted it to be great. Flea, I'm like, eh, you know, although I, I like flea as a, as a film, I, I find very flawed, but like it's animation. What it does with like the yes, idea what, of vivid of like foggy dreams. That's really, what got it into the list just, for me. Just beautiful. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It didn't win. Yeah. Steve? Uh, it's a two film race for me. It's in tune with uh, with Mr. McQuaid today. Luca and the Mitchells versus the Machines. Those are they're, the, they're the two best by far. Yeah, with Mitchell and they being actually, my uh, Yeah. And by the way, they tied for me, but I don't do ties, so I gave it to the Mitchells versus the Machines. Nice. It's yeah. All right, so before we do the top categories, we're going to do Best Ensemble. I created a category. No one else has ever done it, believe it or not. It's the first one ever. Um, Nominees are Being the Ricardos, Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Mass, and Red Rocket. Uh, those are all some good choices. Um, I would see Dune in here. I would see the Suicide Squad in here. Uh, I think you will go with either Don't Look Up or Being the Ricardos. All right. Ryan? This is a, for what again? Ensemble. 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 Oh, no. Ensemble. What am I fucking talking about? You're going to go Mass. <laughs> yeah. Um, mass should win Ensemble because it is the best Ensemble of the year. Um, All right. Though, shout out to the French Dispatch. Yes. To come on, come on. Mm-hmm. To Licorice Pizza. In the mm-hmm. Heights. Coda, The Last Duel. West Side Story, Cyrano. The Humans. All right. Like cool. Like half, half of Hollywood, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm dying here. Uh, Coda, <laughs> Riders of Hopefully Justice, not, but yeah. and Mass are. Oh, hell yeah, Riders of Justice. Riders of Justice Mm. is a great... See, Steve is coming... You know what? Steve, get your booster shot more often. Then we're going to agree more. Look at that. There we go. There you go. (laughs) Ryan, actually. Ryan's last name is Pfizer. Yeah. Actually, I I did a switch up. I I went from Pfizer to Moderna this time. Oh, look at you. Ryan McDerna. Look at you living on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. You joined joined my crew. crew. Um, My runner-up is Red Rocket. My winner is, in fact, Mass. Because how could it not be? I mean, right. it it is so just goddamn criminal that that movie is getting underappreciated everywhere. And if if there was a god, it gets in its SAG ensemble. If, if, I would if, hope so. If there is an actual god, if you believe in God, and he's if actually it, out when there. It, if slash when it doesn't get in. It is the proof that people just couldn't watch it. Which is bullshit like just, because it exactly. is so this is the most accessible way to watch it. Like yep. there was that what was that Paul Greengrass movie that came out a couple of years ago where 80, was it like yeah, the, the the like the shooting movie, right? Yeah, the shooting one where it goes through the actual shooting, the shooter killing the people, the trial, all that stuff all done with actors, you know, done to a T and you sit there and you just feel numb the whole time. Yep. This is not that film. And the fact that 
it's being labeled as that or people have taken that is just bullshit. Yep. Just bullshit. I, I completely agree with you, but I do think that like the subject it is a big matter ask. will be like it's too much of a barrier or entry, even if it's just people talking about yeah. it. It's still too much. No, I get you. But like the fact that like people are gonna think, oh, it's all about the politics or everything like that. Like the movie clearly states we're not mm-hmm. here to talk about politics. We're just here to try to heal. It's a movie about healing. Yep. And all right. God damn. I just I get so mad at not I'm not mad at you, Miles. I'm just it's frustrating that no, it, it's I, not I'm right a, there with you. I 100% audience. agree, yeah. but it's just it it is I and it was my fear for that movie literally as yeah. soon as anyone told me what it was about or I think it might have it been was, like yeah. I I don't think it's going to get a single nomination because it's just too much of a barrier for entry for the people whose votes matter. Yeah, which it's is weird. Film with, with it's like it's like sushi or something with someone who's a, a picky eater or like a yeah, it's, yeah. They go, yeah. Oh, I'm not I'm not eating raw fish. I'm like, well, same thing here. Yeah. It's, this is a type of film that how do you tell somebody, hey, you have to watch a, a film about a school shooting? It's uh, yeah, you know, I guess it's just such a hard pitch. Yeah. There's there's no exactly. there's no well, way there's no wave there's no spoon full of sugar that's gonna help this medicine go down. Well, maybe it'll maybe it'll do well with the rest of my awards and that'll inspire people. I hope it does. God, I hope so. Well, let's find out. Best original screenplay. The nominees are Belfast, Licorice Pizza, Mass. See, Red Rocket, Shiva Baby, hmm. and the worst person in the world. Miles. Um, yeah, I think you're going to go licorice pizza and I'll even go as far as to say that worst person in the world will be a runner up. All right. I can't believe you, got they, one you like, I can't believe they made a movie this year based off of Armand white. Ha 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 ha. Worst person. In the um, world. yeah, I like all those. You're, I, I, I always, I always struggle in my head to remember original versus adapted. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I, I like the ones That's that cool. I've seen of those. Yeah, when we talk about like top tens, if something springs to mind, you can mention it as a script. Um, sure. Ryan, um, Titan, mm-hmm. Pig, Licorice Pizza, mm-hmm. Mass. Oh, fr- uh, French Dispatch, I throw out there. Okay, yeah, that's up there. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, my winners, come on, come on. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's Steve. Very good one. That's fucking beautiful. Uh, worst person in the world, pig, licorice pizza. Thank you, Red Rocket. Ooh, pig. Good job. Red Rocket and going there as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, my runner-up is Mass. Mm. My winner is Red Rocket. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, I was yeah. way off. Yeah. It's okay. I think it was, uh, I think licorice pizza was fourth. I think worst person in the world would be third for me. Mm. Adapted screenplay. The nominees are Coda, The Last Duel, The Power of the Dog, The Suicide Squad, The Tender Bar, the tender bar. and Zola. The uh, I was going to say, where's Zola? Hell yeah, with The Suicide Squad being in here. Yeah, uh, yeah that Dune. Um, uh, you might go with Tender Bar. Okay. <laughs> Ryan? <laughs> You know him too well. Um, yeah, like Dune, Drive My Car Counts and Adapted, Green Knight. Dune was my ne- Dune was number seven. I will say. Yeah, Power of the Dog. Was the hero original or was that 
adapt. I think it's original. It is I original. Think he only does original. And it should have been an original. Sorry, I didn't mention right. that. Um, the Matrix Resurrections. Hell yeah! Uh, I, th- I for me personally, out of all of them, I think um, the Last Duel is my most fascinated script of the year. I'm most fascinated yeah. by that one because the fact that that movie doesn't work if it all doesn't come together. Maybe that's the editing. Maybe it's Ridley Scott's direction. Maybe it's all these three writers coming together with their parts and putting it as a script. But the fact that that movie works is a fucking achievement. And um, so I would say that, I mean, yeah, it's going to probably be the, like the fucking tender bar where it's like shame, (laughs) but it is who you are. Steve. All right. I'm going with the green Knight, Coda and the last duel. And I'm going to, I'm going to say it's Zola. All right. Mm. Well, Oh, Zola's my runner-up. Oh. My winner is Coda. Oh, no. nice. Okay. All right. Thank God. Good on yeah. you. Yeah. Um, Tinderbar was number three. God damn it. Yeah, I knew it was. <laughs> fucking t- All right. Fucking um, Tinderbar. No. Yeah. All right. Supporting actress. Well, this will be fun. And uh, you guys can go on the site and look at, like, other people who made my lists. So feel free to do that. Um, you guys can talk about other people besides who I mentioned, obviously, same as we've been doing, and make your predictions. Nominees are Katrina Balfe, Belfast, Anne Dowd, Mass, Brie Elrod, Red Rocket, mm-hmm. Marley Matlin, Coda, mm-hmm. Martha Plimpton, Mass, mm-hmm. and Susanna Sun, Red Rocket. Um, yeah, I, I like those. Um, I think Anjanu Ellis should definitely be on there for King Richard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you will go with someone from either Red Rocket or Mass. Fair. I will say Jodie Comer was not far off. Oh, yeah, I would have Jodie Comer up there. For what yeah. movie? For Last, Last Duel. Duel. She's a lead. Yeah. Yeah, I really. All right, then Free Guy. <laughs> <For Yeah. laughs> I kind of, I kind of looked at them all as support. Okay, well, if you did it like that, then yeah, that's fine. But uh, yeah. like, if you were doing certain no, no, they were, and leads, they were splitting and leads. Like, yeah, Joey, that's not how this no, works. No, no, um, no, they were all considered as supporting for me. Olga Meredith's were in the Heights. All right, got to be mentioned. Oh, uh, uh, what's it? Danielle Barrera for in the Heights. Mis- uh, Melissa Barrera. But, um, Melissa Barrera. I'm sorry. No, yeah, no, I would, I would put her up way there. Off. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Gabby Hoffman uh, for... Sure. Uh, oh, fuck yeah, Gabby Hoffman. Uh, come on, come on's up there. Rebecca Ferguson, obviously, uh, for Dune. Um, what, uh, I, 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 Kirsten Dunst is fantastic in, in um, yeah. Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog. Um, you can't, uh, there, if you've seen Licorice Pizza, you know Harriet Sampson Harris, who plays mm-hmm. the agent. In that, she yeah, it's is, a great one. It's a great. It's the best one scene in the movie. Is <laughs> an incredible scene. Uh, she owns everything, and then Alicia Vikander in the in the in the Green Knight. Uh, oh, you know what? My favorite performance in that movie. Yeah, and so there's 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 a lot of great ones to pick. Uh, Anjanu Ellis I, was mentioned uh, too. Yeah, but uh, the, should I switch up my best supporting actor and put John Michael Higgins in there? Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how that no. will age well. Um, <laughs> I don't think it aged well coming out of the theater, but I don't actually you know. like 
that whole I think that all that stuff too like it's it once again like I sit there and I go I don't think it's necessary in the film maybe for sure but also like uh, like if you see the agent scene and that scene it's like this is the movie clearly saying that all humans that are adults in this movie are terrible people it's a hat on a hat on the adult theme but it is like part of the theme yeah it's and, Um, and I didn't laugh at it because I'm like, no, oh, I, I get what he's no. doing there. It's, it's. I chuckled the first time, and I was like, oh boy, yeah. This is you're going not on. supposed to laugh at this. It's supposed yeah, to be exactly. concerning and everything, uh, yeah. Because the movie is saying like that these two wondrous teens are actually probably the better of all the humans in this movie. Um, for you, Joey, yeah. Uh, <sighs> Katrina Balf. I'll say you're going to give it to okay. Katrina Balf. Okay. Steve. All right. My list, um, my three, Katrina, Katrina, is it Katrina? Is it yeah. Katrina? Is that how you spell it? I literally just it? said it, Steve. Yeah, I know, but I'm not yeah. sure you're pronouncing it correctly. There's an I and an O in there. It's Katriona. Katriona Belf. I'm going to go that Kat- pronunciation. Katriana. Uh, Katriana. There we go. Let's... Katie Belf. Yeah, there you go. Uh, from Belfast. Uh, Jody Comer from The Last Duel. And Haley Bennett from Cyrano. And. Solid picks. Mm. I'm going to say you're going with uh, Plimpton. Martha Plimpton. From All right. Ooh, interesting. My runner-up is Ann Dowd. Mm-hmm. My winner, Susanna Son, Red Rocket. Ooh. Yeah, I thought so. That's nice. She's so good in that movie. She is really good. She's so good in that movie and deserves the extra acclaim. That also yeah. doesn't hurt. Where was Balf? Um, she was, I would say... Third or fourth. Wow. Depends on how I feel about like Martha Plimpton. I feel like it's also hard to separate the mass people. It really is. They're yeah. all so like, good. Like number seven in Best Supporting Actor is Reed Bernie for me. And it hurt to leave him off. His performance you... gets better the more times you watch the movie. And I've seen that, exactly. and I've seen that movie three like, times. Yeah. I've only seen it twice because I, I can't do it again. I'm a glutton. For, I'm a bit, yeah. glutton for punishment. But it's also I mean, listen, I watch... I've seen Requiem for a Dream five or six yeah, times. I'm I mean, not beyond I've watched that. like 12 years. Or, and leaving Las Vegas. Like, you know, like at least they have to. Five times. Times. I'm a glutton yeah. also. Um, and The Way Back more than once. Like I do it. Um, here. Best Supporting Actor. My nominees are Ben Affleck for The Tender Bar. Mm. Shout out to his performance in The Last Duel. Yeah. Better performance. Coleman Domingo. Zola. Mm. Jamie Dorn in Belfast. Jason Isaacs. Mass. Troy Kotzer. Coda. And J.K. Simmons being the Ricardos. Um, I like all those performances. Um, I would throw out Jeffrey Wright for the French Dispatch. God, yes. Um, He's phenomenal in that. Oh, so good. Um, Maybe kind of do Jonathan Groff for The Matrix Resurrections, just because I love his (laughs) GQ fashion model take (laughs) on Agent Smith. (laughs) Sure. Um, uh, I think you are absolutely going to go with Ben Affleck. And I think... Coleman Domingo will be your runner-up. Mm. Can I tell you my number eight was Andrew Garfield? <laughs> for redacted? I, Andrew Garfield would be high up there for me for yeah. supporting. He's Yeah. For supporting in whatever movie we happen to be talking If he happens to be supporting in something, yeah. Oh, my God. The eyes of Tammy yeah. Faye, obviously. Jesus Christ. Clearly. What's wrong yeah. with you? Brian? We literally talked about it last week. Um, Woody Norman. Woody, mm, wasn't far off also in my Woody top goddamn this was the hardest category honestly yeah this is a, a really stacked category because then it's like bradley cooper liquor's pizza yeah 
who fucking dominates that movie like nobody's business. Um, Alex, I mean, Alex Wolf. Cody. Alex Wolf, Cody Smith. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Cody Smith. Oh, I, can, I can go. Uh, you know, I can go. Die. I mean, listen, Rob Morgan, don't look up. Kieran Hines. Yeah, he was also um, there. I, I really was at like 15. I, I mean, like, that. there's Oscar Isaac in Dune, who's fantastic. Sure. You know what I mean? There's yeah. um, Affleck in The Last Duel legitimately is fucking great. I mean, one of the lines of the year is to welcome, take your pants take off. Take your pants off. Um Oh God! What is his name? Uh, Corey Hawkins in the tragedy of Macbeth, sure. Sure. Um, uh, and in the Heights. Yes, uh, ben- Benedict Wong for uh, nine days. Yes, yes. Uh, Spider Man. No yeah. way! For God's sake! Uh, um, uh, and then Tony yes. Hale for both nine days and being the Ricardos. Troy Kotzer. Sure. You know what I mean? Troy um, Kotzer for sure. Uh, at what is it? Uh, Anderson Daniels Lee for the worst person in the world. Yeah. Um, a fucking doctor, in addition to like sometimes an actor. Um, Sean Harrison Spencer, sure. Um, Richard Jenkins, and if you count him as supporting, I guess in the humans, I think unless you have everyone as supporting, I have everybody in that film as supporting. Like, then that's it's, fine. It's Otherwise, I feel like he and uh, that he if I, if he and Beanie are leads. Then otherwise, Robin De Jesus and Tick Tick Boom. Fair. All right, Steve. Absolutely. Uh, let's go Ben Affleck, The Last Duel, Tori Coatser, Coda, Mike Fast, uh, West Side Story, and Barry Kogan. Is it Kogan or Keegan for The Green Knight? Keegan. 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 There you go. Oh, Barry yeah, Keegan he is really good. Yeah. yeah. Not in Eternals? No. Nothing. Does uh, Vincent Lindon for Titan count in supporting? Definitely supporting yeah. for me. Yeah. Then, That's yeah. a character study about one person with... Yeah. A really great sporting performance. Um, my runner-up is Jason Isaacs. Yeah. And yeah, my, my, my winner is Ben Affleck. Goddamn. Jason love, Isaacs love that in, that, in that movie. Where is yep. your regret? When he says that, I'm yep. like, good God. Like, this is a man that is just one of the best actors that we don't talk oh, yeah. about enough. Best actress. This might be my other favorite category. Some good shit. Love my six. Isabel Furman, the novice. Yeah. Yeah. Amelia Jones, Coda. Yeah. Alana Haim, Licorice Pizza. Good so far. Taylor Page, Zola. Hmm. All right, fair enough. Uh, Renata Rensvi, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I'm not good at it, but the worst person in the world. And Kristen Stewart Spencer. Well, we all know who you picked. Yeah, that's probably not going to be hard. Yeah. I'm like on one. I think I think it would be easier, easier for or interesting enough for us to pick who you was your runner up. Guess the runner up. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it, I would be shocked if you picked anyone other than Kristen Stewart. I I also don't know how to pronounce her name, but I think the girl from uh, Worst Person in the World is who you're going to pick uh, right. for runner up. Um, yeah, I, I like that lineup a lot. Amelia Jones, I think, needs more credit for Coda. She's phenomenal in that. Um, I'll throw out Margot Robbie for doing her best work yet as Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. In, sure. In what movie? Suicide Squad. Birds of Prey was this year. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, I'm sorry. Were was I speaking your opinions? Was that what I was just doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I think we were just talking about a different movie. Um, All right. Ryan, Ag- Agatha Roselle, or I, I believe it's how you say her name uh, for Titan. Titan. Yeah. 
Uh, Rachel Ziegler for uh, West Side Story. She's fantastic. Not far off. Uh, yeah. Fantastic in that film. Um, oh, my God. What What is her? Uh, uh, Virginia Arfren? Benedetta, yeah. Yeah. For Benedetta. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. She's great. Um, <laughs> God, that movie is just... The more I think about that movie, I just... Oh, my God. Um, Natalie Morales for Language Lessons. So close to my list. So close. So good. Um, yeah. Uh, those those seem to be the, the ones that you didn't... Oh, and Tessa Thompson for Passing, obviously. Yes. It is a crime that she's not getting more love this year. Fucking criminal. Like, just criminal. All right. Uh, I think you are going to go with uh, Amelia Jones as your runner-up. All right. Yeah. Dave? Dakota. Um, I'm going uh, Alana Haim. For the crust pizza, Amelia Jones, Coda, Renate Renesville. <laughs> I nailed it. We tried. <laughs> the worst person yeah. in the world. Uh, Kristen Stewart, of course, and uh, Penelope Cruz for Pillow Mothers. Oh, sure. Penelope Cruz. Yes. She's so fucking good in that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And your pick? Um, yeah. I don't know. Right. Amelia right. Jones. Um, yes. All right. Kristen Stewart is my winner. Mm-hmm. You're right. My runner up. Is the the actress from the worst person in the world? You guys were right. Yeah, called it. All right, best actor nominees are Nicholas Cage, Pig. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch, The Power of the Dog. Oh yeah, Peter Dinklage, Cyrano. Little Dink goes a long way. Don't tell him that. No, hey, he's great. Mark Duplass. Language Lessons. Ooh. Tim Blake Nelson, Old Henry. <laughs> Simon Rex, Red Rocket. Okay, well, Simon Rex won this category for you, so we can just... <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's a thousand yeah, percent June, Simon yeah, Rex. We can just move on from there, and then, like... Sorry, Miles, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's your turn. Yeah, play the runner-up game. Um... Well, fuck, now I forgot everyone else you said. Um, Cage, Cumberbatch, Dinklage, Duplass, Nelson, Rex. I'd say Cage is your runner-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cage would definitely be up there for me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't f- feel like I'm going to align very much with the Oscars this year. I mean, Garfield is my favorite male performance in anything this year for Tick, Tick, Boom. I think he's wasn't, phenomenal. Wasn't far off. Heat Mondays. Wasn't far off. Love lasagna. Um, Mons Mikkelsen, Riders of Justice. Um, I like it. I I think Javier Bardem is kind of underrated for being the Ricardos. He's great. Can I tell you that came very close to my list? Him also Daniel Craig. Oh yeah, Daniel Craig, absolutely. Uh, Walking Phoenix, come on, come on. Sure. Yeah, there's. Uh, I I actually thought Leo was really good in Don't Look Up. Sure. Uh, yeah. Ryan Joaquin, Deb Patel for The Green Knight. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Cooper Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Anthony Ramos, uh, uh, Winston Duke for nine days. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! Um, I love that Joey mentioned Mark Duplass. Um, depending on how you depict this, uh, I think Will Smith is very good in King Richard. 
He was there for a little bit. Same I just, with, same I with also, Garfield. Like, they're both really I good. would much rather cite a Mark Duplass or a Tim Blake Nelson, for example. You know, you know who's, it's not on my list, but I will say a performance that I think is absolutely fantastic. Not a lot of people talk about her, too, and that is Matt Damon in Stillwater. Yes, he's great. He's very good in that film. Uh, and Jason Siegel and our friend. And, yes, uh, people don't all talk. three of them, actually. I think we're... Yeah. I saw it like three years ago was part of the problem. Yeah, like it was like it came out like an uh you know, a millennium ago. Yeah. And uh, and also Clifton Collins Jr. and Jackie. Also was on my long Don my Cheeto long list. Don Cheeto and No Sudden Move. People forget sure. about how great that Soderbergh movie uh yep. was this year. Uh but yeah. What's like, my runner up? C- Cage is the runner up because Cage is I mean, you'd be a fool to pick anybody other than Cage, but you are. Um, because Cage gives the performance of his career. Steve, so wait, who are you saying he's picking then? I and we all think he's, he's picking Simon Rex. That's oh, okay. And Miles okay. thinks he's picking. So, so I'm like looking his runner my, up. I agree. Okay, I'm on board yeah. with that. With uh, Nick Cage as a runner up. Mine. Let me mention a few that I overlooked. I had a list here that I it got all messed up here. Uh, just real quick. Two for uh, supporting actors, um, John Berenthal for King Richard and Paul Walter Hauser mm-hmm. for Cruella. No chance yeah. in hell, but yep. you know what? He does great work there. Emma and, uh, Thompson I and Cruella, with, I agree too. with both. And Zazie Beats for Nine Days. Yes. Sure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, for acting, um, best actor, uh, Nicholas Cage for Pig. Yeah. And let's, let's just go with that. Nicholas Cage for Pig. Can sure. I also give a shout out? To, I know that no one's really talking about it, but I do think Timothy Chalamet is pretty damn good in Dune. Oh, I agree. Sure, I don't I think agree. I don't think people are giving him his flowers for that movie. Clearly, because yeah. there's so much other things to give Dune credit for, but I think like you have to buy into Paul so much, especially like towards you have the to buy into everyone. Yeah, is the thing. that's and why the movie works. He's so goddamn good in that movie. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'll right. say this: I think Rebecca Ferguson is the best performance in that movie overall. But I think Chalamet absolutely is exactly what you need for Paul. Yes, totally. Um, Peter Dinklage is my number three. Huh? Nicholas Cage is my runner-up. You're right. Goddamn though, uh, Dinklage, so yeah. good. Like this is all right. This is literally one of the strongest years for best actor we've had in in. In years, yeah. All right, best director, <sighs> Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza. Yep. Sean Baker, Red Rocket. Yep. Janixa Bravo, Zola. Good for you. Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog. Woof woof. Pop Pablo Lorraine, Spencer. <laughs> Denny Villeneuve, Dune. No. Dennis Villanueva. I mean, that is that is how he prefers to be addressed mm-hmm. when he's in America. Yeah. Um, as far as yours, I think you're going to give it to Lorraine, but you might give it to PTA. So it's between those for your winner and runner up. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love hearing Lorraine on there because I think he did one of the best directing jobs of the year. My personal favorite would have to be Villeneuve for Dune because just what an achievement. Totally. Um, John M. Chu, I think, did fantastic work within the Heights. Um, and uh, not to be a broken record, but I am going to throw out James Gunn for the Suicide Squad for making exactly the movie he was trying to make. Sure. 
Just, Ryan, no comment. Just move on to your stuff. Damn it. Damn it. He laid, I, he laid it I, up. Just like, he laid it up so perfectly. <laughs> and then I mctumboed you, so I win. <laughs> Not no, today. no, no. Not today. Uh, yeah. Oh, I would also throw out uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda for Tick, Tick, Boom. He, he did sure. great work there. Yeah. Um... Damn it, though. Damn you, Joey. Um, so satisfying, I gotta tell you. I think your win is uh, Lorraine. I think your runner-up, Sean Baker, because um, you're right. of uh, Red Rock. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, direction. David Lowry. Sure. Yes. Hamag- Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. Mm-hmm. Um, Denis, Paul Thomas Anderson, John M. Chu for In the Heights. Uh, Joachim Trier, uh, worst person in the world, not far off from my list. <coughs> I mean, uh, Paul Verhoeven. What a yeah. what a what a what a what a fucking treasure he is. God damn it! Talk about making exactly the movie he sets exactly. up. Exactly. You want to talk about James Gunn and going out to make the movie he wants to make? Let's talk about Paul Verhoeven. F- yeah. Fucking guy is unhinged, and I love it. Yes, Jane yeah. Campion. Um, give me one, give me one more. Lana Wachowski. Sure. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Also, I, I will throw out uh, Wes Anderson. I know the common critique with French Dispatch is that it's the most Wes Anderson, but yeah. it says something about a director when his style is so specific that he can do like the most version of himself in a movie. Also, Questlove. Mm-hmm. Like for what he does with Summer Soul is in putting that all together, and there's yeah, he does a great job. All right, Steve. All right, I'm going uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza, Ridley Scott, The Last Duel, uh, yeah. David Lowry, The Green not, Knight, not House of Gucci, not House of Gucci. No. no, thank you. And uh, I'm gonna get. I, I like to get at least one name pronounced incorrectly per category. So is it Sean Header? Is that how you pronounce for Coda? I think I think it's I think it's Sean Header. Yeah. Oh, I got it right. That's not fun. I think you got it right. For Coda. Yeah. She was right. She was very close to my list for Coda. Um, and I'm guessing uh, Pablo Lorraine for mm-hmm. Spencer. My oh, runner oh, up. One, sorry. Ahead. One more I just want to throw out there. Uh, James Wan from Malignant. Totally. Directing Another. Absolute shit out of that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bonkers movie. My runner up is Sean Baker. My winner is Pablo Lorraine. Spencer. There you Spencer go. having a hell of a showing. And now, we come to Best that. Picture, which we will then dovetail into the top tens, where you could also, we'll wrap up with top tens. My nominees for Best Picture are Belfast, Coda, Mass, Red Rocket, Spencer, and The Worst Person in the World. Mm-hmm. So that's my top uh, six, basically. Well, we'll get to our own personal picks in a second, but uh, for yours, I think your uh, number one is Red Rocket and your number two is Spencer. All right. <sighs> yeah, don't throw out anyone to just do that part because we'll do top tens. Yeah, your your number one of the year is Red Rocket and your number two is Spencer. All right. Well, I agree. Steve? I agree there. And you guys are right. Spencer is my number two. Red Rocket is my number one. What's three? Which leads us, uh, which leads us into top ten. So there you go. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read off my top ten, and then you guys say where you can be followed, and then read off your top ten, so we can sort of wrap it up like naturally, almost like we planned it. Um, <laughs> for 
Four honorable mentions quickly, um, in no particular order, being the Ricardos, Licorice Pizza, The Power of the Dog, Shiva Baby. Now, my top ten. Number ten, The Tender Bar. <laughs> Shut up. Number nine, Pig. Number eight, Zola. Number seven, The Suicide Squad. Mm. Number six, Belfast. Mm. Number five, Mass. Number four, Coda. Number three, The Worst Person in the World. Number two, Spencer. And the best film of last year slash this year, Red Rocket. So, um, Miles, say where you can be found, and then give us your uh, at-the-moment top ten, because I realize you guys are still seeing things, so it will be official on the site in a couple weeks. For now, this is, like, on December 28th. Sure. Uh, so you can find me on both Twitter and Letterboxd at Miles on Film. That's M-Y-L-E-S on Film. Please check out my short films, American Exorcist and Once Upon a Dracula. They're both on YouTube under Aftershock Pictures and Chase Capo, respectively. Uh, so getting into my top ten, I do want to really quick just mention a few quick honorable mentions that just narrowly missed the cut. Uh, they are Malignant, Pig, Hoda. <coughs> And uh, I know we uh, uh, haven't actually talked about it on the podcast, but The Matrix Resurrections just narrowly missed my 10. Yeah, in my, in my top 20. Yeah, um, yeah it's number 11 for me. Yeah. But my top 10. So number 10 being The Ricardos. Number 9, The French Dispatch. Mm. Number 8, Spider-Man No Way Home. No way. Number se- Yeah. Mm. Number 7, The Mitchells versus The Machines. Number six, Tick, Tick, Boom. Number five, Riders of Justice. Number four, Spencer. Number three, In the Heights. Number two, Dune. And number one, The Suicide Squad. I was really hoping you were going to have Spiral in there. Spiral is at 24. Fair enough. It was was up in there for a long time, but the more late year I'm, stuff it's hard I'm to ho- justify Kendall and Casey is where my hopes lie with that one hmm. oh is it me oh yeah uh, well time. you can find me on Twitter at Ryan McQuaid 77 same at Instagram and on Letterbox, um, where you can find all the various podcasts and writings that I do for here and uh, in such a film worth watch all those other places uh, my top 10 of the year uh, just three notable because I only gave I did, and, and this is just for clarity out there. I don't give anything five stars within the given year in which they were released. I think time and separation for those are very key. So, and then it helps me re, when I rewatch the films from last year, then I, I go back and I adjust. Um, so I had 13 films that were three and a half out of five on letterbox. Um, my 11 through 13, well, my three honorable mentions are the French dispatch mass and Benedetta, um, which, you know, show that as a triple feature to your family, uh, during hmm. the holiday season, um, <laughs> go from mass to Benedetta and tell them you're watching religious movies. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, my number 10 is in the Heights. My number nine is a hero. My number 
eight is the power of the dog. My number seven is pig. My number six is licorice pizza. My number five is Titan. My number four is Dune. My number three is Come On, Come On. My number two is Drive My Car. And my number one film of the year, currently, this this might change in a couple of weeks. Clifford. <laughs> Wrong. Different red poster, The Green Knight. Oh, cool. Very nice. Um... Okay, you can follow me. This is Steve. You can follow me at Filmstorm. This on is Steve. Okay, so anyone's <laughs> wondering. This is Steve. <laughs> hey, come on! I'm still the boot. The booster is making him delirious. Yeah. I love I, it. I really, I'm about done. Like, I'm, I'm, if I put my head down, I'll be sleeping. So I got to sit up straight. Um, so this is still Steve, and you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Filmsnork. I uh, can also listen to uh, my other podcast, The Verse, where this week we're covering the final two episodes of Hawkeye and uh, the Spider-Man movie that you may have heard of. So my top yeah. ten isn't a top ten. I have an alphabetical order because I still have a few to see, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still processing some of these. So, um, But here's like my top 15-ish so far. Bel- yeah, sure. Belfast, Coda, Cruella, Mitchells vs. the Machines, The Green Knight, The Killing of Two Lovers, The Night House, The Last Duel, Licorice Pizza, Nine Days, Parallel Mothers, Pig, The Power of the Dog, Riders of Justice, Shang-Chi, and The Worst Person in the World. So, like right now, I, cool. I already feel like I'm, I, there's at least one or two that I have not put on that list, but it'll be fin- it'll be ready for the uh, for the awards radar piece, staff piece. Totally. Awesome. Um, you can find me at Joey Magaton on all the socials. You can find Awards Radar at Awards Radar on the socials. And uh, as you guys know, I don't do worst of the year lists because we have a hellscape we live in and we don't need them. But I will allow everyone to wrap up with one film if there is a film that you feel was genuinely like evil this year. Like bad movies don't count. Like fuck Tom and Jerry, but it's it's not a it's not hurting the world by existing. Um, but if there is one that like legitimately caused harm, feel free to mention it, and then I'll wrap up on mine. Miles, anything that like I, I know you have one I think you might mention, but I'm curious if you do. Well, so for, I'm just looking at my list because I keep sort of a running tally going throughout the year. Uh, the lowest film on my list, the lowest film on my list, and what I would consider the worst of the year is Space Jam. But I know that's not for me, and that's yeah. You know, whatever it is, it's harmless. Even though it's, it's also kind of bad, it's kind of doing what it sets out to do. So it's hard to ding it too, too much. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't do a good job of what it's setting out to do. No, but that's but neither here nor there. Its target but, audience is probably delighted by it. But if we're going to talk about a harmful film, uh, I'm going to say House of Gucci because that movie <laughs> is a time thief, <laughs> and also like a hate crime, maybe. Yeah, like also, the like entire country of Italy yeah. should be offended by that movie. Just by Jared Leto hmm. alone. Alone. Jared Leto alone, and, but just it's it's not a good movie outside of him. Like it's not like also, if you took him out, it would be redeemed. What do you mean? Yeah. You and also maybe the like me, I also think Gucci. I also think I also think Russia might be offended by Lady Gaga's accent for being. Then to take out the yeah. trash. 
Mm. Also, did you guys um, see that uh, that interview with Jared Leto where he talks about what he was really going for with his performance yeah. was the dignity of the character? <laughs> like, like, fuck <laughs> off, dude. What the fuck are you talking about? Get out of here with that. I, I would love to have the unearned confidence of a Jared Leto. My God. I'd be so much happier in life. God damn it. Ryan, do you have one? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. It's hard to follow that, but uh, I, I think I will. I think... Um, detrimentally harmful to society is that how you sort of phrase it there joe yeah it can't just be a bad movie it has to be like the world is worse off for this existing like the world is not worse off for like meet the blacks to the house next door it's just a bad movie oh okay um or like the boss baby sequel like it's awful but it's just a bad movie it's not like i have three okay can i say them real quick uh sure one is mainstream okay because that I didn't movie, hate it, but I can see why that would be like problematic. That too. movie is like uh, the stupidest fucking thing uh, that is like trying to be. Two of these movies, I think, are trying to be so smart, and they're actually like offensive and like treat their audience like idiots, really dumb. Okay. Also, their creatives are just like completely up their own ass. So that would be mainstream. Even though, like, Garfield does give, like, a wackadoo performance in that movie, the movie itself is so pretentious. And speaking of pretentious, the beta test, like... Okay, I like that one, but I can see why that would not I'm, like, so fucking sick and tired of Jim Cummings now. I loved his... I love Thunder Road so much, and the last two movies have been such a complete eye roll. And he, like, really needs to, like, either stop acting or just direct and focus on one thing at a time because he's not good at doing... Everything all at once, it seems like. And Jungle Cruise. Because Jungle Cruise Ooh. is exactly what you don't want from a studio. Like, yes, we want original ideas. We don't want blatant ripoffs of other things that we've seen before, which is like Pirates of the Caribbean and The Mummy brought together mm-hmm. in a sloppy way. There's like even a point where like the characters don't even have like subtitles to for the villains the cgi is awful like you can totally tell they're in a cgi place it's not even in water the rock and emily blunt have no chemistry it it has a gay character in there for the sake of it not even like trying to say or use anything specifically for it it's all paint by numbers it's way too fucking long it's and and that movie made money and they greenlit a sequel and i just go this is what is wrong with humanity. I'd rather see more mm-hmm. matrixes where they give creatives to do things that are bold and daring, even if it is like, you know, something we've seen maybe before a little bit. That's okay because, like, the, at least there's some form of an idea in there. That movie is, is it just makes me want to watch the Brendan Fraser Mummy movie more. And it's okay. just like, holy shit, this movie fucking sucks. And it's an eyesore. If so, they yeah. dumped all the CGI from that film, you have a. a Proper length film and a much better film. But Thank you. Said, also, um, also Paul Giamatti, second worst Italian character of the year. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, yeah. Thank you. Like that right. movie blows ass. Steve, uh, you I, got one. I think this. I think this counts. Framing Britney Spears. I, uh, oh, okay. oh, I just felt. I, oh, I watched it. One. I just felt disgusted watching it. I'm like, we need to get out of these people's lives. We're the problem yeah. by by watching this and putting it on the news. Well, I mean, like, good for her that she's free. Yes, of course. You know I, mean? I, I totally yeah, support like, that. Like, we need to stop getting in celebrity cultures, which are saying. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There is there is one for me, and it will take us home. It is legitimately harmful. 
It is also easily one of the most incompetent things I've seen in a long time. It is Roe v. Wade. Ooh, I liked it. Oh, I thought you were going to say I mean, Evan Hansen. No. That's I mean, that's too. that's incompetent that's, also, yeah. but like, here, that wasn't harmful. Um, yeah, Roe v. Wade is like... I mean, what? it was never going to be good because it is written, directed, and starring Nick Loeb with the supporting cast on the posters. This is the highest profile supporting cast. Stacey Dash, mm. Jamie Kennedy, mm. Joey Lawrence, Corbin Burnson, John Schneider, Robert Davi, and, because he gets the end, John Voight. So basically CPAC. Yeah. yeah. That's a good and cast. The, the, Talk about SAG Ensemble, if you know what I mean. The, the tagline is, the truth comes out. In order to get this cast, Bill and Ted had to go back through time and round up old C-list <laughs> celebrities. <laughs> yeah. This movie is offensive because it pretends that it's accurate, even though it's propaganda, and wants to have like both sides of it while not. And this is a serious thing. We're going to fucking not have this thing in the, soon because of people like this. So I am I am ending the podcast and ending the year on uh, Fuck Roe versus Wade, the movie, not the Supreme Court title uh, case. Why we did you watch need that, that film one. again? Because literally the director emailed me asking if I wanted to screen it. Well, he dug his own grave. Yeah. And you know what? Did he ever reply back I, after he read the review? He did not. Good. <laughs> the comments on the site, if you ever looked, were amazing, though. <laughs> I'll have to go take a look. Um, several of them were from, uh, and I'm not making this up, though they probably are, nuns. Wow. No, I didn't know Benedetta didn't like that movie. I mean, she would have. I mean, the problem. Yeah. I mean, let me tell you that this one-sided and toxic miscarriage of the issue, as I called it, um, got... <laughs> Let's see. I do like that someone wrote one of the comments. Man, I saw the cast in IMDb and I really chuckled. <laughs> I love that comment on the site. Um, let's see. We got one person who says, what a shocker. Someone who has bought the lie of abortion dislikes the A movie showing the history of what happened the days surrounding the road decision. You know, Damn. because um, there's that one. Schools in America, folks. Can't yep. make it up. Um, let's see. I love this one that says, that is amazing that you claim to be a critic, but you do not even take the time to view a movie before bashing it. Cause God, I wish I could have not watched this movie. This shows that you not only lack the mental fortitude to hear views contrary to your own, but are too lazy to even do your quote job and actually watch the movie. I wish there was a way to rate you and have you banned from reviewing movies since you lack the drive to actually watch a movie and the mental maturity to put your political bias to the side long enough to review a movie. Yeah. I love that. It goes on like that. But I love that the review even includes the like, this has nothing to do with my politics because I like, I don't believe in plenty of things that I like the movies of. And I believe in plenty of things that I hate the movies of. Like I would say a fair amount of people who don't like, don't look up, agree with the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I said my response was Javier irony of being accused to not, of not watching the movie. I wish I'd never seen it <laughs> uh, and was literally sent it by the filmmaker. And then another like none different name saying they were the same person. So it goes on like that. Love it. It's phenomenal. Um, that's how we're ending the year. We'll be back next year talking about 2022 movies to watch, assuming they actually come out TBD. And uh, here's hoping that everything goes well and get your booster. Um, be like Steve. And, uh, you know, stay safe, everyone. Have a great new year, and uh, we'll be back next week. So 
stay safe and uh, hopefully the world allows us to see each other at the movies. Bye. Bye, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Good Year. Good night. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and to visit awardsradar.com for the best in awards and entertainment content. <laughs>